Hello and welcome to another episode of the XNMO Wine Co. podcast. I am your host, David Clark. Today, we have Gosia Janitska from the Potluck Club. Uh, she is the manageress and sommelier there. Um, she's been there since 2013, doing some really great things. Uh, she's originally from Poland and didn't have a huge wine background before coming to South Africa, uh, but has since worked very hard and uh, is now, in my opinion, one of the better practitioners on the floor and in charge of a really interesting wine program at the Potluck Club, um, which is in Woodstock in the suburbs of Cape Town um, on top of a, uh, a silo, so quite a, a, an amazing um, viewpoint. Part of the Luke Dale Roberts empire of restaurants, uh, which is growing every year it seems, but uh, always top quality uh, restaurants. So yeah, here is my chat with Gosia Zunitska. Gosia. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Thank you. So your surname, I can't pronounce. Can you please pronounce it for me? Zeninska. Zeninska. Yes. And, and it's Gosia with a Gosia. Sh- yeah, Gosia. Yeah, okay, Gosia. cool. So you're from Poland originally? I am right? from Poland. That's okay. right. And yes. you've been in South Africa since 2012, you said before? Yes, since 2012. How did you get here? I got here through, well, through London. Um, so I was born in Poland, grew up in Poland. Um, then I studied in Poland and after the first year I decided to move to London. Um, what, what were you studying? Uh, public administration. Okay. So I decided to take a gap year and then I moved to London, worked there for a year and loved it. Mm. Um, yeah, you've got a big smile on your face. Yeah, so. I love it. It's <laughs> London, you know, it's just full of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of amazing people, great mm. food, you see, great wine, mm. and uh, very different to Poland. Mm. And yeah. how old were you when you did that? Um, so like early 20s? Yeah, when I was 21. I was yeah. when I was 21. Yeah. London's a, a very cool place if you're 21, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you earn pounds. Yes. You can go everywhere, amazing concerts, amazing nightlife. Mm. So I spent a year in London, um, and then I went back to finish my studies. Mm-hmm. What were you doing in London? Just sort of... uh, I, was, I was waitressing. Okay, just trying yeah. to earn a bit of money so you can party uh, some a bit more, of money or? and then also improve my English. Um, mm-hmm. I went to an English school there. So mm-hmm. just a bit of both. Okay. A bit of yeah. study and a bit of working yeah. and partying at the same time. Yes. Um, and um, I went back to Poland mm-hmm. and I absolutely hated it. Oh really? Not that I loved it before, but... Okay. but yeah. uh, I just couldn't, couldn't stay there. Okay. So after six months, I decided to quit my studies and move to London permanently. Okay. Right. And then what? And then you arrived in London. And <laughs> I arrived in London and um, I wanted to study, so um, I worked for a bit to save some money, mm-hmm. um, and then I started studying in London. I studied international relations and European politics. Um, intense. Sorry. Intense. It, it was intense. Yeah. Um, well, you can tell me about Brexit later then. You obviously know what's going on because I've got no fucking clue. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did that for three years. Mm-hmm. And um, long story short, I graduated. Then I wanted to do an internship. And South Africa was the country that I chose oh. to do my internship. Okay. Why was that? Well, because I didn't speak any other language besides English. Okay. And I wanted to... Didn't want to go too far. <laughs> didn't want to go too far. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I could come here and um, volunteer for, for nine months. Okay. Um, so I did that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's 2012? No, that was yeah. 2010. Okay. And I fell in love with Cape Town. Ah, okay. Right. And so you made a plan to come back? And I made the plan to come back. So I went yeah. back to London, worked there again, you know, saved yeah. a bit of money. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, moved here in 2012. I planned to work for a charity at that time. I worked at charities in London and stuff. Um, but I really hated 9 to 5. Oh, okay. So the, the office grind. Yeah. The rat race. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So the rat race, just tubes, always busy. Yes. You know, it was just, it was hard, boring, 
you know, just yeah. like it's you and the computer Yes. most of the well, time. Especially if you're mid-twenties, it's not really the most satisfying um, it wasn't. life experience. Yeah. Um, so were you working in restaurants the whole time you were studying? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, sort of just part-time waitressing? Uh, part-time you... waitressing, um, different restaurants. I worked for Jamie Oliver in Canary Wolf mm-hmm. for three years and I, I was a part of the opening of that restaurant. Okay. Um, so that was an amazing experience. Um, I have to say that the, the training that was provided, um, and that's including wine training, was mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, right. But as in like customer service. Yes. Um, it was fantastic. Yeah. And um, I still use quite a few things. Yeah, that you learned there. Yeah, right. okay. So, so quite a good like, base in hospitality in that yeah. sense. Mm. And so were you, when did you get into wine side of things? Um, I, I, Seri- I mean, seriously, I mean, obviously, yeah. not just drinking it, but... <laughs> um, so I never had one when I was, well, growing up when at, at home, my family didn't even drink alcohol mm, okay. at all. Yeah, I can see why you um, left. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is boring, I want to drink wine. <clears throat> then when I moved to London... Um, <clears throat> I was drinking wine. I started drinking wine, um, but I, a lot of bad stuff, yeah. you know. The stuff you could afford mostly. Yes, which yes. was uh, three bottles of Pinot Grigio for five pounds. Yeah. This kind of deal. Yes, yes. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That <laughs> yeah. often have to mix with soda water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, understand yes, yeah. now why uh, the, spritzer, the old white wine spritzer yeah, is yeah. so popular in the UK because there's so much of crap wine. Yeah, because you don't want to taste yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but then I worked in restaurants and had wine training at every one of them and um, at Jamie Oliver's we uh, served Italian wines mostly um, and the training was provided every three months mm-hmm. and we tasted everything and this is when I well started understanding wine but then also I could tell the difference between the cheapest and the most expensive, okay. as in, in terms of quality. In terms of your, your palate was, you could, you could taste the difference and you could see what people were paying for. And, yeah. yeah right. Did you have a mentor? Who was, who was sort of helping you in those days? Or was it just sort of more um, training organised? No, it was uh, just training organised. Yeah, okay. um, I don't know, I just started loving it, you yeah, know. Okay. It's just like all different, all the different wines from different regions, having those special qualities and then I don't know, I just loved it. And with the food and I was going out, um, you know, you go out to restaurants a lot Mm. and you can taste wines from all over the world. Mm. Yeah. Was there there one wine that sort of spoke to you in those sort of formative, sort of like a a touchstone moment that you sort of remember, that was when I really fell in love with wine, that wine, or or is it sort of a cumulative effect? I, I think it was all the wines all together. I can't yeah. pinpoint at this point of time any... Mm. Um, One wine. Any specific wine. Yeah. I know at, at, when I started drinking wine, I really enjoyed Gewürztraminer. Yes. It was one of my favorite mm-hmm. grape varieties. And... Um, it's quite distinctive, I, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And I always looked for that mm. when I went out. I think it's, you know, just the low acidity, but it's also so, easily um, recognisable, so for people who are just getting into it, that's quite a nice um, uh, confidence builder to be able to mm, mm. describe what it tastes like to your friend and then the bottle arrives and it tastes exactly how you described it. Exactly. Because it is so very distinctive and very um, uh, reliably uh, Gewürz ish you know, Yeah, if it, if, if at least it wasn't Sauvignon Blanc, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't like Sauvignon Blanc, it's got many people on the, on, on, onto wine for sure and there's some fucking nice ones out there. Yeah, no, for sure. Cool, so you did uh, a trip in, in Cape Town in 2010, fell in love with the place, yes. went back to UK. So went back to the UK and then moved here permanently in 2012, in October. Okay. Um, I applied for work at different restaurants and then got invited for an interview at the test kitchen. Okay. Um, was that pretty, pretty soon after arriving? Yeah, like the first week. Okay, right. Yeah, I didn't want to lose any time. No, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Job at the test kitchen. It was my first fine dining. Okay. Um, so what was your job? As, as I, I was waitressing. Waitressing. Okay. Yes. Full time or part time? Full time. Full time. Yep. Um, 
At that time, I didn't have any transport. I couldn't drive and I didn't have a car. Where were you staying? Uh, in the northern suburbs. Okay. So I could only do lunch and I traveled to work by train. Okay. How long did that take you? It took me over a year. No, no. I mean, how long did it take you to get to work? Oh, it took, yeah. oh, oh okay. Um, it took me about an hour and a half to two hours. And to how get, did you get home? I only did lunches. Oh, okay. Because, because you couldn't get home. Because I couldn't get home okay. uh, in the evenings. So the northern suburbs uh, is quite uh, Afrikaans uh, yeah. area. How did you go with that sort of culture? Did you find it um, I didn't find difficult, it difficult or you know, I, interesting? I, I, or? I love diversity mm. and um, just learning about different cultures. Mm. Um, and that's it. I just found it interesting. Mm. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. I thought it was very different. Yes. Um, but then, obviously, working at the test kitchen was a, <laughs> a relief from, yeah, from the northern suburbs. Two, you very, to di- so it's two a, very different worlds. Very different worlds. And um, my experience there, I, uh, Wave was a sommelier. A Wave, okay. A Wave yeah, was yeah, yeah. a sommelier as, at the moment, at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when I decided that I want wine. You're going to make it your thing? Yeah. Okay. I want wine to be my job. Yes. I want my job to be wine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so how did you sort of, what actions did you take to make that happen? Uh, well, I, I, I learned the whole wine list within like two days. Yes. Because uh, I mean, there's, there's probably lots of guys and girls out there working in restaurants as waiter or waitresses, not necessarily involved in the wine side of things, wanting a bit more. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what advice would you give them? To, to, to move into that, that, that space a yeah, bit more. Yeah, I, I, I generally think that people that want it to happen will make it happen. Yeah, okay. If you feel it, yes. that this is what you want to do, yes. it's, you'll, you'll make it happen. Yeah. And somehow, um, all the information, everything comes easily to you. Yes. And including tasting of, of wines. Mm. You know, you just smell it and you're like, you love it. Yeah. But yeah, nothing happens unless that person initiates yeah. change. Yeah, they can't just sort of sit there and wait for it to happen to them. They have to make it happen for themselves, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So you learned the whole wine um, list. I've learned the whole wine list. I try to um, learn or ask as many questions as I could possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so waves, we, waves so knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, that was excellent. So. Um, yeah, I asked a lot of questions and then um, listened to what she was saying mm-hmm. when she was serving wines uh, uh, okay. to the guests it's as well. Eavesdropping like, drink service. There in the corner, <laughs> just listening to Wave, um, recommending wines. Just a little Polish girl mm. in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was just very happy to work at the test kitchen. You mm. know, the vibe was amazing. Mm. It was just. It was great. I was just like, finally, I found myself in a place that I love. Yes. With great people, beautiful city. Mm. I was just like, oh, life cannot be better happy, than this. Happy. Yeah, well, cool. I still feel like that, yeah. which is great. Yeah, and then I did uh, WST courses mm-hmm. as soon as I, as I could. Was that through Kathy Marston? Yes. Right? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, How did you get onto those? Did, did, did Wave sort of say, that's the way forward, or did you... I researched on on courses uh, that were available at the time and um, decided to go with WST because it Mm. is recognized uh, around the world. So Mm. um, just in case, you know, inside to leave, then obviously I can use the qualification anywhere in the world. Yeah, very important, I think, in the the wine trade to get a a globally recognized um, accreditation. If you're going to go accreditation, you might as well get a, a globally recognised exactly. one. Exactly. So that's spend the extra cash and the extra time, but you'll you'll actually use it more. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yes, I did those as soon as I could. Cool. So you've gone through. Did you start with one or did you no, jump I in did at two? No, I did two, two, three, and then I finished the diploma last year. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The diploma so a lot of work. A, that was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A lot of work and a lot of cash. <laughs> yeah, it was a big one. It's, uh, you know, to, to combine full-time work at a restaurant and study, it, it wasn't easy. But it was great. So international wines aren't always easy to come, par- come by in, yes. in South Africa. How did you manage that with doing the diploma? Um, wine cellar. 
Um, yeah. I love these tastings. Yes, are you um, into the tastings? Yeah. Yeah, I used to. I haven't been in a while, but um, at that time I went to every single tasting. Yes. So every two weeks I'd go for mm. for the tastings, and um, my favorite ones were the ones that compare international wines with South African wines. Okay, right, okay. Because um, obviously the Test Kitchen's wine list is pretty much all South African wines, yes. so you're dealing with those every day. Yes. Okay, so it's good to have a sort of a, a reference point when you're drinking something else to see what the differences are, I guess. Exactly, yeah. so um, that was... And then, and then Roland is great, you know, the tastings are educational and fun at the same time. Mm -hmm. nice. Is Roland fun, the tastings? You know, after a glass of after a glass of wine. All oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He warms up after like yeah, half an hour. Exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so that helped me with my studies a lot. Awesome. And then we also had a um, a group with um, our study mm -hmm. peers, and um, we would just buy wines and taste them. Okay. Um, but then it's you know you, you wouldn't get all that information because we're all students. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. So, I mean, obviously, there's there's two main sides to uh, working in a restaurant with wine. Obviously, there's mm. the wine knowledge side of things, mm. but also there's the wine service and all of the back of house stuff that goes with putting a wine list together in terms of ordering and storage and putting a list together and all that sort of stuff. Did did Wave sort of show you how to do that, or were you sort of were you hanging around and sort of looking and trying to absorb as much as possible? No, I just tried to absorb as much as possible. Yeah. I didn't really know how to do the wine list. Obviously with wine service, I knew how to do that. Mm -hmm. The back of house stuff is, is quite important. It, it, it is, yes. Yeah. yeah. So what, what's the, I mean, from Test Kitchen, you, you're, I mean, did you go, you're now working at um, Potluck Club? Yes. As, as what, what's, your, what's your title there? I was still waitressing. No, no, what's your title there now? Now, oh, yeah. um, I am a sommelier mm -hmm. and uh, an assistant manager okay. as well. So I moved to the Potluck Club when the Potluck Club opened. So I was actually initially employed for the Potluck Club when I worked at the Test Kitchen, but it okay. was, um, the opening was delayed, so. When did the Potluck Club open? In February 2013. Okay, so you're only in the test kitchen for sort of five months? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so Potluck Club obviously is also Luke Dale Roberts at that point. So he started, yes. came from like a long, started test kitchen, worked very well, got a lot of, um, a lot of accolades, a lot of attention, and then opened the Potluck Club yes. up on top of the silos. Yes. Very cool. And so and you were. You by were, that time, you, I would have uh, had all of the WCT courses. Simon was doing the wine list. Okay. And at that point... Simon, who is now your partner? Yes. And uh, uh, partner in the Short Market Club? Or is he partner or what's how is that? Is front of house manager? Uh, he is a partner with, with Luke yeah. and Wesley yeah. at the Short Market Club. And commissary, yeah. Yes. And so he was doing the wine list? Yes, he was doing the wine list. Okay. Um, and when the Potluck Club opened, there was no need for a sommelier. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought of leaving. Oh, right. Because right. uh, you wanted to do, that, that was what you wanted to do? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I looked for somebody at jobs and then Luke heard through a grapevine that this was what I was doing. Mm. So uh, he had a meeting with me. Yes. And he's like, oh, I've heard, you know, you're looking for a sommelier job. Yes. Why didn't you ask me? Yeah. You know? So I had a meeting and he made me an offer. Okay. Within five minutes. Oh, right, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is how I became a sommelier at the Potluck Club. Okay, nice. And talk, talk, talk to me about um, the handover from Simon to you and how you, what were the initial steps you took in terms of taking over the list? Um, so the, the handover was mainly contacts for people and how to make orders. Mm -hmm. And that was it. So here's the list. Here's who to order it from. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was it. Oh, uh, is it? Good luck. <laughs> did, also, you have, did you have like a cost of goods that you had to stick to and all no, that sort of financial side I, of things? No, I don't have any of those. I, I, no, that's not your department? No. Okay. No, it's yeah. as in like, I can spend, as in, Luke gave me free reign mm. on that. Mm. Obviously, I can't go mental yes. with the yeah, spending. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's no, if I think this is suitable, 
I just I just order what I want. I just, I've never sorry. been told that I have to list something that mm -hmm. I must list mm -hmm. anything. And it's, it's And then how did you work out how many it, wines by the glass to offer and how many of each style so, to offer? So yeah, that's sort of evolved, you know, because we didn't have that many wines by the glass um, on offering, but um, because the menu is so varied, and I wanted to offer a lot of wines by the glass. Now, obviously, f five five years down the line, or six years down the line, we are very busy, um, and everything sells. So I can. Yes. I, I think I've got about 20, 25 wines by the glass mm -hmm. available on the wine list. And, and it almost... Alm almost no wastage in that yeah. sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is incredible. And, uh, you know, I want, I want our guests to be able to experience all the different wines because you not necessarily want to have a bottle of wine and then that's it. Yeah, not everyone wants to commit to a whole bottle. Exactly. Yeah. Or you want to try different wines from different regions and different grape varieties. Mm -hmm. um, and um, secondly, I want the staff to be able to taste all those different wines. And I just want to spread my love for wine mm. to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. yeah. And in terms of the guests, um, what's the sort of, what would you say would be a rough breakdown between uh, South African and international guests? It sort of changes throughout the year, during summer, November, especially December, January and February. I'd say we've got 80% of international guests okay. and the rest yeah. South African guests. Um, but there are also a lot of people from Joburg coming down for, mm -hmm. for their December holidays. They're kind uh, of international. But in winter we have, you know, that, that changes quite considerably yes. yeah. and... Um, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a tourist driven um, city, isn't it, Cape Town? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I would say it's like 50-50. Okay. Um, and do you find a, a difference in preference between international and South African guests in terms of wine style? I mean, do, do South African guests prefer more traditional style of wines and, or there's not really a... No, not really. I, I think to a point... Well, it, it, it also depends. Certain nations prefer certain mm -hmm. uh, certain wines. Yes, uh, styles and things, yeah. Okay. Exactly, or grape varieties. Yeah. Um, so do you get many Polish guests? No, we don't. Ah. We get, I've, I've met a few Polish people, but yeah. uh, we, we, um, there are not too many uh, Polish guests. Do you get many Australians? Yeah, quite a few Australians. Okay, what, yeah. do, what do they like? Beer? <laughs> a lot of people drink Shannon yes. and they want to drink Shannon yeah. um, because it's famous. Yes. And as well uh, as Pinotage. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so very, I would say. They want to drink the South African. Amongst um, the wines that the guests or international guests are more interested in would be Pinotage and, and Shannon. Yes, okay. With Pinotage being like the. Because the they, they, yeah, they, yeah. they come across it usually and so they want to try it and. It's a good restaurant, so you're, they're trusting that you've made a good selection. And, exactly, and yeah. I've got two pinotages available by the glass, two different styles, Perfect. so uh, yeah. you can taste also mm. the sort of old old school stuff and yes. the new school stuff. Yeah. And how is your um, uh, wine knowledge? Uh, obviously, with the WSAT, is a huge plus um, mm. in terms of that. That keep, obviously keeps you very busy. But I'm assuming a lot of that's actually not relevant day to day in Potluck Club because. Uh, yes. So how, how how do you sort of keep up with the speed with with what's happening in South African wine? Oh, sorry, can you can you just repeat the question? So how, how do you keep up? So how do you keep up to speed with what's happening in South African wine with the new releases or new producers? Because it's changed. I mean, I've been here for six yes. years. You've been here for seven years. The industry has changed drastically in that time. Mm -hmm. um, so if you were building a list. Um, seven years ago, there was much less information that you needed to know compared with now. And there's so many more producers, and they're all making more wines. And how? I mean, how do you go about that? It must be impossible. No, not, not really. Yeah. Uh, well, I try to go to to tastings and uh, also visit producers. Um, I really enjoy going to tastings that happen at the farm. Okay. Yes. And like especially vertical tastings are my favorite mm -hmm. because then you can see how 
the winemaking has changed, how the wines are aging, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, you can just also meet the people and see where they live. You know, you just it's where they live, who they really are, and then you, you have that real connection with with the product that they make. Yeah, I understand. So, so it's, just, so it's more it's than it's more see. than just watching the glass. It's, it's all the uh, the background as well, and exactly, yeah. and how passionate they are about what they do. Mm. All that information gives the wine more context yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So I tr I try to go to all of the tastings. Uh, obviously, I've, I love your your tastings at the wine mm. cellar. Mm. The new releases are really really great, and um, every time I learn a lot. Um, so obviously your time is pretty flexible in terms of being able to come to these tastings or go out and taste? Or? It, it, it's not really flexible, but um, I, I usually can make a plan. Mm. I, I can make a plan usually, but um, you know, it's, it's for, for, I mean, the special tastings, when I know that the winemaker is going to be there, um, pro possibly will go. You'll just make it, yeah. just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so when at the restaurant, if you're not there, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you're not there for every single service. I mean, that was, yes. So have you got, um, some little, uh, do I see little mini, mini, mini goshias running around, um, um helping you, um, <laughs> helping with wine service. So Cause you've been, you've been there five years now. I have been there for five years. Yeah. Uh, what I have been doing over this time is training the waiters. So mm -hmm. they have the power to be able to recommend wines, mm -hmm. sell the wines by the glass, um, do little food and wine pairing, mm -hmm. um, and even for the more expensive wines to be able to, to sell it. And if I have a bottle opened here or there or a little bit left over, I always pour for them so, mm -hmm. so, so they can taste uh, the wines that they normally wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Um, so like MR Compostela or something that exactly yeah, yeah. all the Sadi family yeah. wines, mm -hmm. um, Maligny wines, mm -hmm. all that Swatland guck. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people yeah. don't even know what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the training starts with a simple geography. Yes. Yeah, yes. Right. Okay. And then what, what does each word on the label mean? And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I have been doing that for the last five years. Yeah. And um, from tomorrow, yes, I have a wine steward oh, that's, wow. that's starting with okay. us. Okay, excellent. That's yeah. great. Yeah, little uh, little someone you can boss around. Yeah, yeah, and they can yeah. polish every glass twice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bar guys do that, uh, yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. very excited about that. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Potluck Club has evolved over the last five years, and we uh, I. I do feel that we need a person that's dedicated to wine service. Mm -hmm. And um, so during service, you're sort of half managing the restaurant, half doing wine service. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So I cannot always get there mm -hmm. or get there in time. Yes. Uh, that I would like to. Yeah. So um, I mean, how many does I mean potlucks in a in a busy um, service? How many people are sitting down? How many, um, how many can you see? Sixty-five people. Yeah. Yeah, per seating. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, what? So we've got 65 people that sit down at six o'clock, mm -hmm. and because everyone sits down at the same time, yeah, it's, it's very difficult it's fucking, to attend to it's fucking every, madness. <laughs> to attend to everybody yeah. at the same time, and oh then goodness. we do that oh, wow. all over again at eight thirty. Wow, that's mm, insane. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm very excited. Yeah, so you get well, up to 120 people, 100, 130 people. Come yeah, between through. 120 and 130. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lot of glasses of wine, a lot of conversations you have to have and for one person. Exactly. It's impossible to do, exactly right. Yeah, okay, cool. So, I mean, going, uh, what, what, what's changed in how is the wine offering, apart from getting bigger and more wines by the glass. Mm -hmm. um, are you serving more of certain styles of wine now than you were when you started or less of other ones? What's, what's been, what's been the, the, the development, the evolution of the potlucks list during that time? Um, I think it's, well, I, I try to have, well, I try to give everybody a chance, mm -hmm. but I like having wines that you cannot see anywhere else. Mm -hmm as in 
at least on a supermarket shelf. Yeah, yeah. Um, so no supermarket wines. And especially for for uh, South Africans that come to the Butler Club, they yes. look at the wines and they're like, "We don't know any of those wines." I'm like, "Fantastic." Yeah. You know. Why is that a good thing? Because they get to experience things that they would normally not do. Yes. You know, so something maybe out of the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, so, so that's yeah, yeah. that's the idea. Yeah. And styles. I mean, have, have, I mean, I mean, your list is quite broad. So you, you cover most bases. Yeah. But do you sort of favour more lighter styles, heavier styles, drier, richer, or are you? I try to have a, a fair split of 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 different styles. From fresher, fresher wines to, to fuller bodied, um, but with, with by the glass offering, I, I now have for white wines and red wines as well. I have, for example, for Shannon Blanc, I've got a lighter, lean style and then a fuller bodied, richer, richer yeah. mm -hmm. from different areas, from a cooler area and yeah, then one okay. from a warmer area. Mm -hmm. And then after work, what do you drink? What are you drinking? I don't drink anything after work. No? No. What about uh, on, it's, your, on you your know, day It's just too easy to have a glass of wine every single day. Yes. Yeah, so... What about before work then? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the weekends, what are you drinking? I try to limit my alcohol consumption just mm. to uh, so, my off days. Yeah. So we're sitting in your um, in your um, dining room. Mm -hmm. I see a wine fridge in the corner. Yes. If I went through that wine fridge, what, what am I going to find there? What kind of things? You're going to find a lot of the Saudi family wines. Mm -hmm. Some Tostalunga stuff as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that's for me. Okay. Only. Yes. All right. You don't share those. I don't share those, or uh, Simon doesn't really. Okay. It's not his his favorite. Mm -hmm. So I'm very lucky in that regard because okay. I love this stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. Just um, quite a few Shirazes. Um, I recently have been enjoying, even in the midsummer, heavy bodied, full, full bodied reds. Okay. Yeah, right. Cabernet Sauvignons when it's 30 degrees outside. Yeah, right. Wow. It's very bizarre, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's been my vibe like yeah. this year. Okay. Maybe you're pregnant. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you're right. Uh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or you go through menopause or something. Exactly. Early menopause. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's... Okay. But, I mean, mostly South African stuff you're drinking? Mo mostly South African stuff. Um, yeah. And I would start, you know, when, when uh, we're cooking mm -hmm. on Sunday, mm -hmm. we will start with a bottle of white, and that would be usually Shannon. Yes. Um, I love Shannon Blanc. Okay. Um, and there's just so much of it. Yeah different styles, different price points. It's an endless exploration. Yes. It? Yeah. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. So I, lo mm. I love Chenin Blanc. Um, so yeah, and, and I love Pinot Noir as well. Mm -hmm. um, okay, yeah. cool. So often a, a, yeah. a bottle of Pinot Noir. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah so just enjoy the tannins yeah, and yeah. then yeah. just the fullness and richness. Um, and all, I've really been enjoying older, older vintages as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Where are you getting those from? From the farms themselves? Or? Uh, yeah, from farms themselves, from like friends. Um, okay. What's some of the older wines or, that you enjoyed? Or I, um, or from like dodgy bottle stores. Oh know, yes, that, that have been sitting there for like however many years. Exactly. Okay. Um, but then obviously you know. You don't know how the wine was stored, but I haven't had a bad experience yet. Yeah. Well, you usually do know how wine is stored, but you buy it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so recently I really enjoyed um, the Lerchraff Reserve White Blend, White Border Blend, mm -hmm. um, 2012. Okay. It was mind-blowing all right awesome and it was discounted yeah. at the store yes you know how much it was 90 round 90 90 90 90 yeah wow for the reserve that's like, white blend like four euros or something oh <laughs> i just well, five years it was five so euros. beautiful and yeah, yeah. Mm. awesome so uh, trips to dodgy bottle stores in the southern suburbs mm. And um, areas in South Africa for wine that you enjoy, or are you, are you not sort of uh, 
preferential on others? I mean, obviously you've mentioned Saudi and Malinu. Yeah, I, I, love, I really love the Swartland stuff. And yeah. I'm a, so when you're talking about and, heavy and Cabernet. And Rall, and okay. you know, all of these guys, just like young winemakers, going back to basics mm -hmm. um, and producing really fantastic wines with minimal intervention. Mm -hmm. And they give you what, what the vines give you, what, what the terroir gives you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, ha and on the, the big sort of heavy Cabernet side of things, I would think that's a, a bit of a different vibe because that's not, the, those sort of um, adjectives don't really apply to, to Cabernet <laughs> no. necessarily. So what are you drinking there? Is that more, is that more Stellenbosch and, and uh, yeah, Franschuk maybe? Most, or? No, Franschuk not really. Yeah. Uh, um, I, uh, Stellenbosch, Thelema has been my, my yeah, favourite recently. Really good ones, yeah. And for the red, red any reds. From yeah. them are, are yep. really really stunning. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And with good acidity, very ripe tannins, just so delicious. Yeah. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice little bit of eucalypt to make me feel at home as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And Pinot where are you looking there? Is that um, more sort of like Himmel and Arda? Yeah, Himmel and Arda. Um, but recently Elgin. Okay. Uh, recently Elgin, I think. Um, well, the, the Pinot Noirs are great from there and they are um, the value for money of they are a bit cheaper than the Himmel and other yeah, yeah, right. examples. I see, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I haven't quite the, um, the reputation yet as Himmel and Arda. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. It's interesting because, I mean, I, when I first got here, I thought that South African Pinot Noir was really bad. Mm, really, mm, really mm. bad. And the, and, and I think it was pretty average, to be honest. Um, but the 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 increase in quality since then has been dramatic. Um, so and it now represents some of the best value I think in Pinot Noir in the world at the top end. Yes. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, at the top end of South African Pinot Noir, you're still not paying that much in a global sense. Exactly. I mean, obviously, no, you're paying a lot of money in a, in a South African paying with rands. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a cheap bottle of wine. Um, but if you want to get top end Pinot from around the world, it's, you, you, you need deep you need deep pockets. Um, Certainly. Yeah, so, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I went to Burgundy last year mm. in July. Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, nice. exactly know how much you spend on yeah, right. mediocre Pinot Noir did, there. Did you come back feeling very poor or very and for, <laughs> and for a very long time? Yeah, well. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of just like yeah, cool. And I mean, was that, your, end, was that your first visit to Burgundy? It was my first visit to Burgundy. Okay. Um, what did you take away from that? Obviously, you've been in South African wine lands and the vineyards here, and obviously, the yes. very different. Um, 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 so, what, what were the differences that stood out to you? Being in Burgundy or being in South Africa in a in a wine producing area context. So, for Burgundy, obviously, I've, I had all the information as in theory in my head, the vineyards, how they are positioned and... Um, oh, you know, the difference between Vone and Gevre is supposed to be this and, yes. and something different and all that sort of stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Or? Yes, and all the villages, okay. but it's sort of, it all gelled I see. together. I see. Because you've got all those bits of information. Mm -hmm. um, and it just all gelled and um, I found Burgundy to be such a magical, mm. magical place. Um, and then what, are the what was the question? The differences well, yeah, the difference between, between what were the major, I mean, things that you see that are done differently or difference in culture or? Well, first of all, it's, you know, that the region is the appellation is delimited. It's uh, and it is even row by row. Mm -hmm. um, this is what we don't have in South Africa at mm -hmm. all. The regions are broad and uh, and often also confusing um, in terms of styles of the yes. grape varieties, for example. Yes. Um, yeah. If you compare it to Elgin or Himmel and Arde, mm -hmm. well, let's just talk about Himmel and Arde because they, they do a lot of Pinot Noir. Mm. There are so many uh, Pinot Noir and, and Chardonnay, but they, there are so many other varieties planted in the valley. Mm. 
Um, so that that is one of the differences. Yeah, I mean, I was speaking to Roland recently, and he was he did a talk at the Pinot celebration yes. at the Monada Pinot celebration, and only twenty five percent of the vineyard in Monada is planted to Pinot Noir. I thought it was much more. Yeah, I, I also agree. Twenty five percent. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah. it's it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fucking. And this yeah. is considered a Pinot Noir region, yes. or at least this is how the producers. Want the cons- yes, yes. Want, want the consumer uh, mm. to see the Pinot Noir and and uh, Chardonnay, Burgundy mm. varieties. Yes, uh, but then there's also Sauvignon Blanc, mm-hmm. for example. Also Grenache and uh, uh, Grenache and Syrah and, and Mourvedre and, 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 and some idiots making Cabernet. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so um, that that would be the main the main difference. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. For me. We spoke a bit a little bit about Simon before. Yes. So Simon is front of house, sort of maverick at uh, at short market and a commissary. So yes. two um, Luke Dale Roberts sort of uh, affiliated places in yes. the middle of Cape Town. What's it like being a sort of a power hospitality couple? Do you sort of catch up at like two a.m. after work? Is that the... we do? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you come home at one o'clock and yeah. then um, yeah, you just chat until three o'clock. Cooks and dinner? S- uh, Simon cooks dinner, yes. yes. I, I don't tend to eat at that time oh, right, okay. of the evening. Yeah. Um, and we sit outside here, uh-huh. it's very quiet. Yes, I'm sure. And you can enjoy silence. Yeah, right. But you have to be quiet as well, though. that's the other thing. You can't sort yeah. of... Not really. Everyone's sleeping, so yeah, all right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're having <laughs> yeah. big parties yeah, at yeah. 3 a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we try to get the same days off together, yeah. and then because you don't see each other mm. throughout the week, they are always well planned and a mm. uh, little bit of ships passing in the night during the week. And yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And do you sort of compare notes in terms of? Sort of have a debrief after work and saying, oh, I had a really good customer or I had a shit customer tonight and they, they wanted this wine and we didn't have it or they e- wanted that wine they thought it was corked and it wasn't corked or is there a so bit of that going not, on? Not or? really. We try not to talk about work when we mm-hmm. get home because you can talk about it and, you know, get upset. You relive the stress. For, forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just a bad vibe. So, yeah. uh, okay. Try to talk about other things, yeah, more cool. exciting stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. About the exciting wines that we tasted mm. that day. Yes, all right. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the exciting wines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. um, and I mean, apart from the restaurants you work in, what are the what are the great places to go eat and drink um, in Cape Town? Hmm. Where Where do you spend your days off? At Ferdinando's. Okay. And Oms, I absolutely love it. Ferdinando's, yeah. It's so fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Just the vibe is, you know, very casual. It's in Ob's? It's in Observatory, Ob's, yeah. And um, I think they make the best pizzas in Cape Town. Oh, there you go. Be they, cool. they really nice do. Nice one. Have you been there? No, no, I want to go there now. It's like, so, literally now. And especially <laughs> after the wine, <laughs> they open at four. So, especially, yeah. well, I'd go waiting. there, especially after the um, wine cellar tastings. Okay, oh, I so see. It's, it's a thing. We, we go to uh, yeah. a wine cellar tasting between yeah. 6.30 and uh, 8 o'clock and mm-hmm. then pizza at Ferdinando's Perfect. and home and maybe okay. public. Yeah, yeah. Public for a, a, <laughs> quick, for a bit and for a, um, for a quick drink yes, or, I love for, or 18. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, what is um, Bow Down? Yes. It's another cool, cool, cool. one of my favourites and yeah. just down the road. And I wish this place um, was open for lunch because I've got small kitties so it's, it's a bit more difficult getting out for dinner. Yeah, exactly. It's much easier going out for lunch. Yeah. Especially like Saturday or, or Sunday mm. lunch but mm. I guess no one wants to work yeah. on, um, on Sundays. Then what else? I need to say the commissary. Yes. I absolutely love it. You can't say it because um, I, 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 I told can't you you can't. say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was there on Thursday night. It was very good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very nice. The food's great. Mm. The wine list is fantastic. You know, I know what, what I love about it is that... Simon's done an amazing job with that list, I was saying. Yes. Yeah. And all of the wines are available by the glass. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's an awesome plot. 
a short, sweet wine list with everything available by the glass. Mm. And those one-page wine lists are very difficult. They look easy, but they're, mm. they're very, mm. very difficult because mm. it's not what you put on, it's what you leave off is the hard part. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that... Cool. And sort of outside of food and wine, what do you get up to? Do you read? Do you go play sport? Do you just eat pizza? I eat pizza, yes. Yes. Uh, that is my favorite That's your favorite pastime, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I, I do I yoga, I do yoga, so okay. I try to go for a yoga class twice, twice a week. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a bit challenging because it's busy at work, mm -hmm. uh, but twice or three times a week if I can, yeah, mm -hmm. just to release all the stress. A bit of stress and, yeah. okay. And what's next for you guys? Well, what's next for you? Are you sort of happy where you're at and just going to take time? I'm very happy where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I started um, lecturing for WSCT okay, cool. a few months ago. Awesome. Um, so uh, that's my new thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I know um, Cassie is going to offer classes for the diploma students from September. Okay. Um, so. Cool. Nice one. And I'll so, be a part of that. Um, yes, I'm, 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 I'm excited about um, being able to share, share my knowledge and um, well, remind myself <laughs> about all of the regions again. Yes. Because you know? there's so much to learn mm. and you forget so quickly. If you don't use it, you lose it. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm excited about that just to go over it and over again through mm. the all of the information. Yeah, keep it fresh. I, I love studying. Yeah, right. I'm, yeah. Pick, I'm picking that up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, really... are you going to do more study? Do you think, or um, at this point of time, I would like to ground, ground my knowledge. So, yes, uh, yeah, yeah. consolidation I, time. I don't think of MW, and uh, I don't mm. think I love studying that much, and I like my my uh, you know free time. You like your time as, as well. well. Okay. As well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So if, if um, so young, well not necessarily young, but if a uh, sort of restaurant professional who's waitressing or waitering at the moment comes to you and says, look, I'd really like to become a sommelier, I want to you know, mm. get into a, the more wine side of the business, what advice would you give them? What, what, are the, uh, what, what would you say to them in terms of how they must do it or you know, just to absorb as much knowledge as possible through all the different channels that are available to you. And, uh, so what are those channels? What are those channels? You know, it's um, go to tastings. There's a lot of uh, places that do tastings. For example, Car Caroline's Wines mm -hmm. uh, Cellar or, or the Wine Cellar. You can go and visit wineries. Mm -hmm. um, Luckily, in South Africa, most of the wineries, you don't even need to make an appointment mm. or... And there's, I mean, there's free tastings every day, pretty much at Wine Concepts and Vino Pronto as well, um, in the afternoons. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, talk to people. You can always apply at restaurants to do like an internship um, and then do some just like formal, from formal qualification, like studies yeah but, I mean I'm just thinking out loud I mean if 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 wave wasn't at the test kitchen she didn't have you and you, and you didn't have that example to follow or that person to sort of look at and learn off would it have taken you longer do you think to get where you're at or do you think even uh, possibly yeah. um, so I mean personally I think I think a mentor is really important yeah or at least someone to 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 see doing it and say no it's possible and Exactly, and I, you know, I would stand there in the corner just watching Wave and be mm. like, this is cool, Yeah. you know, Yeah. this is what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of my um, uh, recommendations for people is to find someone they can work with or work next to or, as you say, yeah. doing an internship um, so they can see someone who actually is doing it rather than trying yeah. to make it up by themselves. Yeah. Because there's, there's, there's not many people in South Africa and Cape Town actually doing that. Yeah. In terms of yeah, oh, that, time. that is true. And mm. the test kitchen was the first place that had a sommelier. Mm. That, 
I worked at. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, that you saw and that you experienced and were working with. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's quite important to see, to have that sort of person there. And even yeah. if it's not a personal relationship, just someone that you can... Exactly. And I think yeah. also what helped is that she was a female. Okay. You know? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I sort of connect better, but also there are not that many female sommeliers. Yeah. In Cape Town, or for that matter, it is in a very, other countries. It is a very male-dominated uh, yes. industry, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that as well. Has that, have, you, have you felt that in... Uh, um, obviously, you've noticed it. Yes. But have you felt that there's been a, like a um, condensa condensation? <laughs> condensation. Condensation. <laughs> 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 um, sort of... Um, uh, like uh, not not oppression, but do you, do you feel that pressure of being a um, a female in a very male industry or no, not really? No. Yeah. You just noticed it and moved on. No, it's you know yeah. it is what it is. Well, why just... why do you think it is that way? Um. So well, historically, mm -hmm. females didn't work. You know that. that and I'm saying like a hundred years ago, yeah. right? So it would be a man who's, you know, providing for the family and uh, a woman would just... But there's always been female waitresses. Yes. No, not everywhere, not in all mm. of the cultures. Yeah. You know, like in the, in the Spanish culture mm. or French. Mm. Um, hospitality is generally a male-dominated industry and it this is how it's always been do you think that still affects today though i mean there's I, still, I mean i, I, I go out I and i see sort of more even numbers in people in service i i don't really think uh you know today it's a big of an issue mm. then what's what's if, stopping if you are you know if you are if you have the right experience if you have the right qualification if you are the right person for the job I don't think there's a reason why the employers would choose, you know, one gender or the other. They're not going you, to prefer one or the other, yeah. You, you, you're looking, essentially, you're looking for the best person for the job. So a lot, a lot so, of people in service in South Africa aren't necessarily wine drinkers. No, they, they don't yeah. drink wine. Mm -hmm. and, um, or alcohol. Uh, mm -hmm. at all for that matter. So it's, yeah. it's quite difficult to mm -hmm. um, work as a, as a sommelier not, well, not yeah. having like, tried or being exposed even. Yes. You know, if you, if you grow, grow up uh, some, somewhere in the Eastern Cape, how, how, how are you exposed to any of the wines? Mm. So, yeah, okay. so, yeah, just the cultural separation yeah yeah okay so almost like being a vegan chef cooking at a steakhouse it's not it's probably not got a great match yeah 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 no. cool awesome gosh yeah thank you very much i appreciate it thank you david for sure thank Cheers. you